BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 2. This is Sports Rage. Tony Finn's going to step up and in and join us uh, tonight. We'll talk some baseball with Tony. Frank uh, Schwab from Yahoo Sports will join us in level three. NFL preseason is um, is upon us right now. We had the Hall of Fame game already, obviously. And on the way out, uh, McKinnis uh, let us know as well. He said, oh, yeah, by the way, let everybody know I like the under in the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots game. All right, we're going to get to this game uh, throughout the program as well. It should be noted that uh, C.J. Stroud will be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans in this game. From what I understand as well, and I want to confirm all of this stuff, but Trevor Lawrence is supposed to play this week, right? I'm telling you, in the new NFL right now, with the three games in the preseason, so like the teams that play in the Hall of Fame game get four, but so uh, you know the um, the Jets and the Browns will play four games, but everybody else is playing three. It, there used to be four games for everybody, and it was very it was very script like. No no one really thought outside the box. It was very all right. You know what I mean? We'll ease our way into this thing. Nobody plays in week one. We play a little bit uh, harder in week two. Week three, we you know the old dress rehearsal game. And then week four, nobody cares about again. So it was really just sort of this big waste of time for a dress rehearsal game. Now there's only three games. And coaches don't, you know, modern coaches are different, right? Some of them will play some starters a little bit through all the games or not at all. And, you know, or, you know, Mahomes has played like full halves before in the preseason. It's very, really random uh, right now. There are some patterns, though, and certain things we can hang our hat on. So speaking of which, the Houston Texans have a pretty dynamic quarterback situation going on here going into the going into the preseason. Right, Davis Mills is a serviceable quarterback. I mean, this is a guy that has played in, you know, multiple started double-digit NFL football games before. He never he's not he shouldn't be a starter in the NFL. Davis Mills is a prototypical backup quarterback, but CJ Stroud's not playing the whole game. All right. And, you know, the other guys are going to get in the game here. But at the same point in time, they want to get CJ Stroud reps. They're not scared of getting him hurt. They're basically like, we want him to be our quarterback in week one. So he can't be our quarterback in week one if he doesn't like be our quarterback now in the preseason. So let's see what he's got. That's why they're three and a half point favorites. But if you look at a quarterback situation for the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud, Davis Mills, Case Keenum, that's about as good as you're going to get. You know, for 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 a preseason rotation, uh, right there. The total was thirty nine, which everybody felt was a little bit high. 
It was 21-16 in the Hall of Fame game, so they got to 37 points. This total is now down to 38, and it's, it's the highest one. Down at Cough continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else uh, in between what felt like an eternity uh, before when we were counting down the Hall of Fame game. You know, now we're coming into uh, we're coming into the you know, a full slate of NFL preseason football. We're coming up to two and a half weeks away from the start of the college football regular season. We've got college football expansion, relocation news, but whatever. We've got games to break down, including the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots on Thursday night football. C.J. Stroud. Ohio State uh, standout quarterback has been named the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans in this game. He has not been named the starting quarterback for the regular season. He has not been named the starting quarterback and been um, elevated to number one on the depth chart, so to speak, but he has and he hasn't. They want him to be the number one quarterback and they're giving him a chance. Um, They say that he's earned his opportunity to be the starter in this football game. The Houston Texans have a very deep preseason solid quarterback rotation. Regular season rotation, well, it gets you the second pick in the draft. (laughs) Preseason rotation, hey, C.J. Stroud, Davis Mills, Case Keenum, uh, that's a solid quarterback um, rotation to have. Uh, We'll get into Bill Belichick's uh, numbers. Belichick generally does compete in the preseason. And I would imagine as well, considering the way things have gone over the last couple of years, that Belichick is getting tired of getting kicked when he's down. He's getting tired of losing football games. Not to mention, you know, the Patriots have to perform. There's a lot of players that are battling um, for for their jobs on that football team. Interesting game. The Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night football. Pete Carroll has been a moneymaker in his career in the preseason. Pete Carroll has been a coach over the years that has a pretty big body of work that you can go, yeah, you know what? He does compete in the preseason, but Pete Carroll has struggled in the last couple of preseasons. The Seahawks are laying four and a half points in this game, and anyone who's paying attention to Seahawk camp knows they're beat up. The late night anchor match for class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like a boop? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. 
the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Renzi. All right, we're talking some NFL preseason football. We'll get back to it. We'll go over all the coaches um, and at least the um, the significant trends of coaches and their history in the preseason that has repeated itself uh, over the years. As I say, the Pete Carroll has always been a pretty good preseason. Listen, Pete Carroll's a competitor, right? He's a raw, raw guy. Young guys like him. Young players like him. Another thing is the Seattle Seahawks have drafted well. So that's, you know, there are a lot of people talk, oh, who's the quarterbacks and stuff? It's more than just the quarterbacks. It's like, yeah, is this GM good at bringing in unsigned, undrafted free agents? You know, what about the fifth to seven picks? And, well, there's fifth to seven picks always make the team and other guys don't. And, right, there's a lot to go into it. But as I stated, the last couple of years, Seattle have not been as good uh, in the preseason. But Pete Carroll's still 26-20 and 20, uh, overall. But let's talk some baseball right now. And we thought that San Diego were in tough going up against Seattle. Seattle are on a roll right now. They're on a rampage. The question is, who can they replace in, in, in the playoffs as it is right now? But Logan Gilbert... Um, tonight was just the second, it was only the second time in Seattle Mariner history, all right? Only the second time in Seattle Mariner history that a pitcher had 10 plus strikeouts, zero walks, and one or fewer hits allowed. The other was Felix Hernandez's perfect game. Do we have Mr. Tony Finn ready to step up and in? Tony Finn. Oh, I, 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 I think so. I believe so. How you doing, my man? Thanks, Tony. How you doing good, tonight? Good, 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 good. How about you? Not as good as Logan Gilbert, although I should say, I guess I should say, yeah, as good as Logan Gilbert. I was on the Seattle Mariners uh, tonight. I like the M's. Tony, they flew under the radar in the month of July. I think it was actually Baltimore had the number one best record in, in, in the league in July. And um, Seattle was one game behind them, tied with Boston. Yeah. And yeah. no one really noticed because July you had the All Star break, right? It was kind of stunted. They went like five and one or six and one or whatever going into the All Star break. The Mariners they got hot that week going into it. They sort of kept it going. No one really noticed. But now into August, they continue to chip away, bro. And they've climbed the ladder, Tony. We've been waiting for this team. It's deja vu all over again with the Mariners, isn't it? They this team the last couple of years has gotten hot in August. Well, they yeah. If you'll remember. Several weeks ago, we, you and I talked about some futures. So at post, post ASG, post All Star Game futures, let's say, where you, at that point in time, there were still quite a few options to uh, play not only team wins, but yes or no, make the playoffs. Yes, make the playoffs. No, and I played. I laid some heavy juice on Seattle not to make the playoffs. If you remember, so they have. You're right. They've played much better. Uh, they were about start to, to sweat it. Are you sweating it out yet? <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not. I. I don't really sweat too much. I mean, I'm old enough and been <laughs> been, been been through the ringer enough that know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. It, uh, you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. I have lost a couple, two nights in a row. I've been kind of, uh, I think I, t- I sent you a little message saying, "Listen, I'll see you at ten ten. I have to reach the Dodgers home and even win by three and a, really nice to and win by three and a half." Which people can say, "What? What?" Well, I had had them uh, in the same game minus three and a half, uh, but I had them, I had them for clients at minus one and a half, uh, and so you know the story there. That that's uh, it's this. It, I love this Dodgers team, uh, the way they've played recently, especially. However. When, when Phillips is your closer, then you better have a bigger, you better have, you better have this kind of lead, you know, you better have that kind of lead because uh, uh, as good as his metrics are, as good as his metrics are, okay, he doesn't scare anybody, he doesn't impress anybody, he doesn't, he, he didn't have any, he didn't have that aura on the mound that um, you know you're not going to hit me, so you might as well just go ahead and. and Head back to the dugout. That 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 feeling you get from a pitcher, I don't get that from him. I don't think too many people do. But he's pitched well enough. Save fifteen, I think, out of seventeen, and um, that and his and his again, his metrics are pretty good. So, you know what it is though, Tony. They have been rolling, yeah. and it's frustrating because yeah. that's the Dodgers bullpen. It almost costs run line betters more than it costs the Dodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's oh, almost yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you know, people are like that damn Dodger bullpen. Well, if you look at it, they're not actually ranked that poorly, right? Like no. if you actually look at the numbers, they're not as bad as the perception is. But 
I don't trust them. I'm not, and I'm a Dodger fan. I don't trust them. <laughs> and they are the Kings. I'm not going to lie. They've been, like you said, their offense has been so hot recently, Tony. You haven't had to worry about it, right? They're just putting up so That's many runs. Right. But they are the Kings. of, And it's hard to get mad at a team that winning. They would tell you, who cares, man, that we screwed a bunch of betters over. Like, what do you want from us? Yeah. We just won again, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. But they well, are the Kings. They, they will be. Uh, run line. But listen, Tony, you got greedy with the three and a half. But, hey, even the one and a half, you would have ended up losing tonight. I did lose the one and a half tonight. Yeah, the one and a half went to the clients. So I, I did, personally, off the record, I played some minus two and a halfs, and I played my same game, my SGP, at minus three and a half. So, you see, so you didn't play I wasn't all, though, just to win the game? No, hell no. Not, not, no, I'm not laying I'm not laying 180. I don't do that very often. You know, 170. Nah, it was like 160. It was 162. Well, I just, was I just said it, one fifty five even. One fifty five. Yeah, I laid one fifty five. This morning I lay it was about one sixty two or one sixty five when I played the minus one and a half. And even at minus one and a half I was still I think minus one oh five. Okay. And uh, I'm and I'm okay with that. I really I listen, I'm not one of those guys that say, Man, I should have done this or should have done that because um it's it's a waste of breath, it's a waste of time. And yeah. we you and I have better things to do than to Rehash something that's that's uh, spilt uh, under water under the bridge. Spill milk, call it what you want. Don't have time for it. Well, you know, I've always told people that if you're going to cry about a loss, tell me you're never going to bet again. Otherwise, just shut up and move on, and like yeah. that's all you can do. <laughs> Right, and listen, yeah. there's always a game coming up after, but you do. You're, it's better off to shake it off. But so, what do you think now? Tomorrow, this D-back team—it's unbelievable, guys. We talked about it last night. I said, listen, this team was 16 games over 500 on July 1st. There were 16 games over 500. They had a three-game lead on the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it's just been a complete train wreck ever since. The wheels have completely fallen off. Tomorrow, they've got Merrill Kelly on the hill, plus 110. Bobby Miller goes for the Dodgers. For me, Tony, as you said about the run line, and I totally get it, when the Dodgers are at home, I play the run line. And I'm not one of these guys that's, oh, I don't get the last that bad. Who cares? And if you actually look at her numbers, yeah. it there makes no difference at all, okay? The Dodgers actually have a better run line record at home than they do. Like, that whole, that last bat is the stupidest thing ever, in my opinion. If a team is dominant, they're going to they're gonna kill the other team anyways. But, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the only time that comes to play. The only time I would say to someone, listen, if you think it's going to be a closer game or you think it has a possible, I'm not playing a run line. If I think it's going to be a two-run game, I think I'm playing a run line when I think, listen, all things equal, in a vacuum, this team's going to win by three, four, five. They should win by that kind of a margin. So you're right. But the only the only difference is if you get to the bottom of the ninth and you're up by one, you don't even get those three at-bats to get to run line. That's the, that's the only thing, and it's baked into the number anyway. So there you go. You, you know what, though, but how many times – no, but I was going to say, dude, last year the Dodgers, I think it was six. I think six times they won a baseball game by one run. Right. Like, you know what I mean? There's certain teams they don't win. And, like, so my, but my policy, Tony, so I was going to say, my policy with the Dodgers is uh-huh. if I'm getting them anything 160 or less, no frills, I'll just play the damn game. Yeah. When I anything, do. you I know, the typical minus 220 yeah. crap and Dodger this and that, I don't have a choice. And my, my standard is Dodgers to win, Mookie Betts over one and a half total bases, Dodgers to win, Freddie Freeman over one and a half total bases. You get both of them separately at plus money. I just sort of start to play the player props with the same game parlays. More with Tony Finn on the other side. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. hoping you and your friends could tell me something about baseball strategy. The only thing I know about strategy is that whatever the manager does, it's wrong. Unless it works, in which case he's a button pusher. So the Dodgers have now won 66 games uh, this year. They've won 54 of them by two or more. 54 of the 66, which is they played, so they played more one run games than they did like already all of last year. They're, you know, what do you think, Tony? They're 66 and 46 right now, so we're at 112. So, in other yeah. words, we've got uh, what? Um, 98. 98. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I got to get to 97. I got 96 and a half. Well, I, I'm telling you, I um, do some simulations. So, you think they get to 98? And I have them over, and you know, two, two weeks ago I would have said I don't think I'm getting there. And if I I went to the schedule and did some things, you know, all things again. Here we go again, playing playing babies and, and in a vacuum where all things equal, right? Uh, I think they get to 98 wins. I really do. That, their schedule is pretty. It's pretty good. Uh, There's 49 as, games left, Tony. I'm a little slow. Yeah. I apologize, my, they my need, I, think they, I think they need to win 30, right? 31. How many wins do they have now? Yeah, 31. 66. We need 31 wins to get over 96 and a half. 31. They need to go 31 and 18. Um, That's, listen, you and I both know that's more than doable. Oh, absolutely. They're they're such a surge team anyway. You know, they'll go on these these 10, 12 game runs where they will go 9 and 3, 10 and 2. And and then, of course, they'll have a little, they'll have a sleepwalk. But they, uh, them, right now, the Atlanta Braves, Los Angeles Dodgers, throw Texas in if you want because they're really hitting the ball too, and they're back to doing what they were doing uh, with the small balls and hitting situationally. Um, even the Dodgers have been really good situationally the last couple of years. As much as we want to complain about it, they've been hitting with runners in scoring position. But those three teams, especially the first two I mentioned, the two in the NL, are knocking the snot out of the ball. So uh, who cares, right, if they can't pitch? Who cares if uh, – uh, yeah. who, who cares if Strider uh, wasn't very good? Strider was not very good yesterday, if you watched any of that game. Uh, and not that he's – when he's not very good, he's still pretty good, you know. But he's pitching much different than he did last year. He's pitching – he's throwing less of his four-seamer, uh, pitching more to contact. And I know that's direct, it's a directive from that organization saying, listen, we know you can strike out 15. We know you can strike out 13. We need you to reduce your pitch count. We need you to pitch to contact more, uh, become yeah. more of a pitcher, a thrower, and start commanding your arsenal and get weak contact. And that's, that's the one thing I would back off with, uh, you know, strike thrown or strikeouts thrown for – for Strider moving to the end of the season, at least. It's a good point that you raised as far as who really does have great pitching and hitting, and the Braves are yep. so lethal offensively. But I will say there's been a little bit of a pattern recently of the Braves finding themselves playing in these high-scoring games like they do did tonight against bad teams even, right? There, right. I don't know, like... I'm just saying, for me personally, I'm starting to fear the Braves a little bit less than I was before. I was yes. like, yeah, Braves are the team to beat in the, Ameri- in the National League. And I'm a diehard Dodger fan, and I was like, deep down inside, I was like, the Braves are better. They're the team to beat. You know, Walker Bueller, bro. Walker Bueller. Yes. Walker Bueller, yeah. right? What, you know, comes Walker, back in September? It, yeah, yeah. Is he? Here's the question. 
And you, if you know the answer, please share it with all your listeners and share it with me because I don't know the answer to this. Although I know what the, the I know the likelihood and I know what the odds are, but is Walker Bueller one of those guys that comes back from Tommy John and throwing two miles an hour, uh, you know, faster than he ever did? And he's but he's still having the biggest question mark and the biggest hurdle is command. That's 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 true. That is traditionally. Um, I think a pretty good outline of what happens to, to kids, and I'm going to call them kids because they are kids, coming out of TG, TSG, Tommy Johnson, TJS. And that is, will he command his arsenal? If he does, then bam. That's, that's, a, that's a coup for the Dodgers without question. I don't want to overreact to minimal videos that I've seen, Tony. Yeah. But they've been pretty patient with him. And as you stated, he was throwing straight fire, bro. Yeah, like they, yeah, there's there's yeah. a couple of workout videos. Like he's throwing at the stadium and stuff. Like he's 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 under these in the tunnel. He's in the cage and stuff. He's putting work in and he's throwing and he's on pace here. So um, they know they kind of they don't want to talk about. It. It's like they wanted to sort of unleash him on everybody. But it'll be interesting to see. So I just sort of brought him up as far as the win total. What do you think yeah. of tomorrow's game against uh, Merrill Kelly uh, with Bobby Miller on the hill here? Oh, I like, I like Bobby Miller a lot. Well, it's hard to trust you back. To, uh, and I, and I, you know, I there. They, they every time I say it right now, it's a little, it's got that bad taste from tonight. That's the way it'll be. It'll go away fast. And um, the six times the Dodgers lost last year by one run, I was on them five times. I'm quite certain of that. But here's what I like. <laughs> here's what I like. Hey Tony, like, it's like the Chicago like... Cubs, bro. The Cubs, Tony. <laughs> I swear to God, they're 15 and five or 15, 16 and five in their last 21. I swear to God, yeah. I must have been on all five losses and like two yeah, wins yeah, only. Yeah. Every time I take yeah. them, they lose. <laughs> but sorry. Yeah, yeah. How many games has how many games um, has Kansas City won? Not very many, but but I, I'm quite certain that of their 60 losses or whatever it is, uh, you know, uh, I have not been on one of those. But one of the of their five wins on the season, of course, you know, I've been on all five of them. But I like as far as the Merrick Kelly thing, Miller. Here's the difference between these two pitchers: a lot, and a lot meaning experience. That's it, because Miller. His, his his velocity, his metrics, all of them are night and day, night and day better than Merrill. And first off, the Dodgers have just when when, when a sweeper or a curveball or uh, is your best pitch uh, or you know Merrill Kelly has a ninety percentile. He's in the ninety percentile game of chase rate. They listen. He wins when he gets those chases out of the outside of the K zone, right? The Dodgers don't chase. They have a, a I think a 300, 320 uh, batting average at least the, the current roster against Kelly. And even even after tonight, I'm going to be back on the Dodgers tomorrow because I like Miller. I like his metrics. He's never seen none, not one Arizona car, one well, Cardinal, one Arizona Diamondback has faced him live in a in a box. And uh, at least I surely like the first five. That may be my play, I don't know, but Miller over Kelly, in my mind, easy. It's an easy decision. What you're saying is, it's Miller time. Uh-huh. Old school. It's Miller time. <laughs> it's Miller time. <laughs> the fifth frame. The fifth frame of the bowling alley, that's right. I've drank a few Millers uh, in my day. Um, yeah. So Tony, did you hear the story? I know you're busy handicapping, and but you're 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 you know, you're in tune with what's going to be. So you saw the story about the Baltimore Orioles. They suspended their play-by-play guy because whatever he yeah. talked about how they hadn't yeah. won a playoff, they hadn't won a series against. Uh, they were 0 and 15, 0 15 and 1 in the last 16 series at the Trop. Now it happened a couple of weeks ago, but nobody really noticed or knew about it until yesterday, and everybody blew up about it and mocked the Orioles for it. And now tonight, I kind of said, "Man, no bad karma for these guys, huh?" Just beating up on the Astros, Val Valdez coming yep. off the no hitter, everything's coming up. Baltimore, they're smashing home runs. They got a five nothing lead in the game, and then. 
the Houston Astros. We were talking about how good the Dodgers are. The Astros, Tony, they just sort of remind people every now and then, especially at this time of the year, that hey, mm-hmm. we can flick the switch. We can, you know, we're better than you. We're the World World Series champions. And down three with one out in the top of the ninth inning. Kyle Tucker gives the Astros the lead uh, with the Grand Slam. He's the first player of the season to hit a Grand Slam in the ninth inning or later with his team trailing by three, Tony. If uh, if Tucker stays, listen, you know, I, you know this, and I don't have to tell you, but this Tucker is the real deal. He is Coca-Cola, my friend. He's the real deal. Oh, he's a great deal. player. This I saw kid, him in the World Baseball. Oh, man. Mag, my goodness gracious. Uh, look what Atlanta did tonight, too. It was against Pittsburgh, but still, you know, Pittsburgh's bullpen isn't horrible. And look what Atlanta comes back, and and with a bunch of guys on minus one and a half on Atlanta tonight that, that are, you know, they're they're drinking Miller High Life right now because of that, that comeback, too. But you're right. Uh, here's the deal. We talked about this. Okay, Baltimore, I mean, baseball owners are the absolute worst. Their front office help as bad and when it comes to collusion when it comes to owning a baseball deciding which one they're going to put on the field not being transparent in any way shape or form baseball owners are crap and they really are the worst you're right like they are most NBA owners, some of them are annoying and egomaniacs, but they all want to win. You know what I mean? Most of them want to win. They want to be courtside. They want to, you know what I mean? They want to win. Same thing. NFL owners, yeah, some of them are whatever, but, you know, by their nature, some of them are all right. And they're just sort of football fan rich dudes. And baseball guys, like, like seriously, what a, what a piece of work. Like, you got the Angelos family that handed it down. Look at the Fisher dude, bro, in, in Oakland. Just a complete yep. disgrace. Goes into Vegas and even, like, screws up the proposal there. And, like, you know what I mean? They're just bad people. Rob Manford, well, yeah. like, they're just they're yeah. just bad people, Tony. That's the best way of saying it. They're, like the owners are just bad people. You won't be able to answer to this, probably. Maybe you will. But I ask people all the time. You know, you, you we talk about owners and ownership, and I've I, I've never ever changed my mind about baseball ownership in the, in the 63 years I've been alive. Um, go back all the way to the 67 uh, age. You know, that, that's, so I, let me ask this: How many times we see football owners? In the box. They show pictures all the time. We see basketball owners sitting behind the bench doing things. Tell me when you see a baseball owner doing anything other than counting his money. The baseball owner's in a different state on a yacht. He's in, you know what I mean? He's in St. Tropez in France. He's checking in. Yeah, yeah. What's the revenue stream this week? Yeah, okay. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Tony. It's a good point. How many owners do you see sitting in stands? That's why Steinbrenner was good. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, look! 
There's a big crowd to welcome us back, even though we lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch a football? Let's see if you can catch a rock. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the late-night anger management class. Crazy night tonight on the Major League Baseball Diamonds. Comebacks. Craziness. Grand slams. As uh, the Houston Astros come back on the Baltimore Orioles. And if there's any justice, so whatever, they're bringing the announcer back on Friday. Uh, if there's any justice, as I even tweeted them, I said, I hope you lose every game for the rest of the year. <laughs> right, Tony? But yeah. honestly, they've been playing over their heads, bro. And it's a great, they're a great team. I got to give them credit, man. They're just a bunch of like, what's the best way to describe them, Tony? Dirt balls, sort of, they remind me of the the Red Sox teams or sort of, you know what I mean, the Phillies guys. Sort of just a bunch of, you know, tobacco, chewing, gun, bubble gum, you know what I mean? Like there's well, no, no one makes, Listen, yeah. no one makes money, they're not, right? They're just a bunch no. of dudes that show up and they all work hard. They all want to make money and like, yeah. they're, they're, they're just a solid young baseball team that plays hard, hits the ball hard, runs hard. Everything is yeah. hard about them, which I like, but man, they've been playing good baseball. I keep waiting for them to implode, Tony. And maybe this yeah. is the bad voodoo karma start here. I think Houston beat them again tomorrow. I, I wouldn't argue with that. I'll, I'll say this, and that is the one thing I like about Baltimore. First off, I don't think Baltimore is a championship team because, um, you know, they 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 got to duct tape their pitching staff together. It's just not – they just don't have that one-two that they can put out there and then move the good three and maybe, the, maybe even their four into the bullpen uh, for postseason play. But you're right. They're blue-collar. They're excited. You know, they get excited. When you see them play, um, they get excited when they, when they move a runner, and they do a good job moving runner. Offensively, this is a pretty good team. They have young players who are exciting and energetic, and they're contrary to what I believe. I wish I saw more of the Dodgers. We're both kind of Dodgers fans, and this is the deal. The Dodgers are so routine. Everything is so mechanical. You just don't. When they win, they don't get that excited. When they lose, no big deal. But I'd love to but, see a little more emotion out of this Dodgers team. I really would. I, I get what you're saying, Tony. And I can. Yeah, yep. I think it was a problem last year. And I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why they said, you know what? Let's not just bring in a bunch of rich dudes here. I agree. Let's. I agree. Let's 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 get some younger guys in the clubhouse and and loosen up because. You were right. I remember last year in the playoffs, I said the same thing. Because, you know, there's a balance. I remember calling the Jays out with their jacket, and I was like, guys, every time you hit a home run, you don't have to act like you won the World Series. And I remember Mookie Betts hit a grand slam last year, Tony. Nobody even, like, stood up. Like they, like you said, like they literally, like everyone was sat. Couple of them, hey, good job. Like a couple of guys, a little strip club, half-ass clap. Freddie Freeman was like the only guy to high-five them, and I was like, yeah. you know, and Trey Turner's just sitting there by himself, and like, you know what I mean? I'm just sort of, <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, you know. We got a bunch of like three hundred millionaires in this like dugout, and that's right. You you guys are like mercenaries. I'm not saying you're a great player. I like Trey Turner as a player, but I looked at him at that time and I was like, he's these guys are just like for hire. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Sort of like yeah, San Diego are. now, Tony. They're for hire. You know what I mean? It's like, listen, yep. dude. I'm trying. I put up numbers. It's not my fault. The team sucks. You know that's what a lot of guys would say if they if someone bitched at them, right? They'd say, hey, look at I my agree. numbers. It's not my, my fault, right? They'd say, look at my numbers. Yep. It's not my fault we suck, yeah. right? And I'm getting paid. What do you want me to do? I'm doing my job. What do you want me to do? And you get you, know, you start to fall into that trap. But I was just going to say, Tony, I think the Dodgers are having f- more fun this year. I do believe that than last year. Yes. I, I can't argue with that and won't argue with that. I, I would like to see them do a few things differently, only because I think that's what baseball is about. And what you do is you're create, a little more creative. The Dodgers are maybe the most vanilla uh, when it comes to Roberts. Uh, they don't do anything outside the box, really. You line up the biggest the same. you'll Although, see is they'll do – they'll hear right like they, yeah. their celebrations after is nothing. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Tough talk, couple of <laughs> high fives, and then they casually walk off the field. Outman tries to get them going a little bit. Right, but yes. I don't know. Yeah. They are who they are, right? Mookie's laid back. Freeman's not a raw, raw guy. So, it, well, you know, it is. Well, Mookie, listen, is. Mookie can Mookie can get exciting a little bit. I've seen him. Well, you know, on the field, he is during the game. That's right. 
Yes, yes. Or or outside in activity. I've seen him do some stuff with his buddy Freddie, you know, and they uh, the ping pong championship, for instance, they had. You know, they won that. Tim and uh, Mookie and Freddie won that. And you know, Mookie's up there doing a dance. And and my story, Mookie, he's the best. He is the best baseball player in the world. I don't care what anyone else says. Acuna, terrific, good. Mookie, naturally. Uh, guy, kind of guy who never lifted a weight, you know, never studied for a test, just good. Just not good, the best. And I wish they'd do some more things with him, move him around a little bit. He does, I, again, I, I get really, you know, it's so routine. I can tell you, what the, you can say what the Dodgers line is going to be tomorrow, although they did add a couple of really versatile bats to help them against left-handed pitching, which I think they needed at the break. They did a great job at it. And Lynn, Innings eater, right? Can strike out yeah, ten yeah, yeah. like that, like that, right? But move, move gear, right? Do something different, something different. Make, make Gabe and me be surprised when we come look at the game or watch the game or look at the line and say, "What? Mookie's hitting third? I like it." Let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, I, I hear where you're going. I, I hear where you're going. With that. Yeah. Look, I mean, I mean, the guy plays second base, plays right field. That's um, right. Super That's right. positive attitude for a megastar as yeah. well. He's a very team first guy. Always happy. But uh, yeah, I don't know where the Dodgers would be without him. Like they would never would have won the World Series as you stated. Um, it's but Mookie's so great. Like you said, it's sort of like Michael Jordan when Mookie bats comes up to bat. I'm surprised when he doesn't get a hit, Tony. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm I'm more surprised when he does it. It's sort of like Jordan. Like, wow, when the ball's in the air, it's like, yeah, that's going in. He's not missing. He surprised me. He surprised me yesterday. He surprised me a big time. Listen, Mookie's really a disciplined hitter. You you don't see him swing at too many pitches outside every once in a while. But even when he makes – even when he swings outside the zone, he typically makes contact. But it's it's – not going to be a it's not going to be hard contact. So that said, he hit that grand slam yesterday on a three zero pitch. He never swings on three zero pitch, Gabe. Never. Another thing is too, if you'll pitch. notice, if he's zero for four or zero for five, he won't quit. Some guys will get frustrated. Do you know what I mean? Like he he yep. he he can still he'll keep an even keel about it. He's very calm. He'll shake it off like very quickly when he strikes out. He really is amazing though, because Tony you see he's like a three hundred bowler. Right? He bowls perfect games. This guy, so he bowls Incredible. perfect he? games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm dead serious. Yeah. Like, I've, it's like it's yeah. on video. The guy's like bowling perfect games, and um, I saw him like lay down a vicious dunk too. <laughs> like he plays basketball, <laughs> and it was like this crazy dunk. And it was like, wow, man, this guy just—it's one of those dudes, and whatever he does, uh, he's good at. So, yeah. uh, looking at yeah. there's a lot of games that don't have numbers up here, Tony, right now. But interesting that the Orioles are always underdogs. Or kind of pick them, and now they're actually favored tomorrow against Christian Javier with uh, with Flaherty on the hill. Yeah, I, I, here's here's the deal with Flaherty. It, it, Flaherty does, is not who he was two years ago. First off, it, it get a little more support here. Not only I. St. Louis is not very good defensively this year. Last year they were one of the top defensive teams in the league. This year, you know, their their outs, uh, defensive outs, it just were bad. They were just bad. They weren't exciting, et cetera, et cetera. But Flaherty doesn't throw that uh, 97 anymore that he did, and he doesn't have he doesn't have that uh, that just that, that lack that lack of velo makes his secondary stuff pretty average. But I sure like him more playing with Baltimore than I did St. Louis. Even despite the fact that Baltimore doesn't have the you know the two mega stars in the middle in the meeting of the lineup, so this is a good hitting Baltimore team. Flurry doesn't have to do much for this team to win, but uh, don't sleep on Javier just because he had a little he hasn't you know had that out that that wipeout pitch you know that he has typically at least he did last year. He's back. And Houston, you said it when they picked up. Ver- we were talking about Houston. Uh, I'm not sure they're making the playoffs. Verlander is a difference maker, is he not? I think Dusty Baker is as well. Yeah, I think you know, dude. Yeah. You know these teams, Tony, that uh, that win. It's the big picture. Houston wasn't panicked in May, right? They weren't That's worried true. in June. They weren't worried in July, and now they're dialing it up uh, in August. I said a couple of weeks ago to me, they're still like that that dangerous and uh, uh, you know scary team to beat in the American League. Um, we've been cashing tickets, Tony, this week with the under Good. in this Toronto and Cleveland series. And yeah, there's a reason why. Tomorrow, there's a reason why. Right. <laughs> Listen, well, yeah. the Blue Jays, for all their hitters, they explode for a lot of runs sometimes, but then they have these type of games. 
Superman series is they don't really hit. They're not situational good hitters. They don't hit well with runners in scoring position. Plus, Cleveland have good pitchers, and so do the Blue Jays. And you look at his pitching matchup tomorrow with Gossman. Gossman coming off a bat. He got got lit up. I remember I'm even seeing him, like, in my head, like, saying, I don't know what happened after the game, looking all rattled and stuff. (laughs) But uh, Logan Allen's been pretty good for for the Guardians here, Tony. what do you think? Now, like listen, it. he was really good. He had two he had two little hiccups against KC and, and then the White Sox, but he got back on track. What do you think of this game tomorrow with the Blue Jays and the Guardians? Logan Allen's never going to be a, an ace, a number one, number two. He's going to be a, be a back hit in the Good as the Cleveland pitching staff is and the coaches that coach him and, and going up to the system, as good a job as they do with pitchers, Logan Allen's not going to be that guy. But without both hat, how Bo goes, so go the Jays. Without Bo, they, I, you know, they just haven't been very good lately, have they? They don't have Bo. That's a good point. Bo shit's big. Bo shit is so big. Under is the play. I looked at it already. I agree with you. They're ten and one to the under in their last eleven games, despite like the sort of one game when they put the they, they scored a thirteen or whatever against Boston. But that's one of those things that people like don't like. Even though we bet on this stuff every day, there's so many different bets and options. If you told someone, do you know the Jays? Like, you know, the Jays 10 and 1 to the under in their last 11, they go, no way in hell. They just killed Boston over the weekend and all this. Yeah. No, they are. Yeah. And if you look at Cleveland, yeah. they're 8 and 2 and 1 to the under in their last 11 right now, Tony. And they're, they are, although they're just not very good offensively. The Cleveland team doesn't have, you know, they don't have, they're not quite as bad as Chicago, uh, you know, outside of. Uh, Outside of the middle of their uh, Chicago order, they got nothing. But Cleveland, um, you know, they were sellers. At, uh, they were sellers at the at the deadline, and they were only like two games out of first place. This is a stupid Cleveland front office. It's not. It's a good coaching staff. Uh, under is the play with Cleveland. It always has been for me. I don't know if I've played over Cleveland over once all year. Darvish is on the hill here tomorrow against uh, Wu. I'm seeing a number. There wasn't one. They're starting to pop up. San Diego minus 102. Yeah. I like Wu tomorrow. And I'm going to tell you, Wu's been really, if you look at Wu's numbers, they're pretty good. He's had a couple of uh, outliers uh, where he just didn't pitch very well, but that happens to young kids. But San Diego's been really average uh, as far as their uh, WBA against right-handers, and they they continue to disappoint offensively, right? Um, the times they've scored runs is when they've been down, or when they've given up 13, as they did against the Dodgers, what, 13-7, whatever it was. But Wu, at that price, and the way you talked about Seattle, as, you know, they're playing, with a, they're playing with a good posture, a little confidence, and San Diego certainly isn't. Seattle right now really cut into this uh, wild card. Um, yes, they have. The, the deficit that they face, they've been, they've been on fire for the last five weeks right now. So the Mariners are now two games back of the Toronto Blue Jays. The Rays, the Astros, and the Blue Jays are now the American League wildcard teams. The Mariners are two games back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
the late night anger management class. We're just talking to Tony, and uh, I said, "Oh, Tony, who's who's uh, uh, just who's uh, scratched? Because who's listed on some a lot of the sports sites and even the uh, the line services and stuff, and the sports books." So, but he he's not at some like uh, Fanduel. Fanduel has T T B T now. Um, some others still have Wu listed uh, right now, but Wu is injured uh, right now, so Wu will not be pitching. But Tony often writes his previews and stuff. That's the whole thing. Um, you're doing this stuff a day in advance, Tony. So there goes your preview. <laughs> there goes your right up. There goes your your handicap, which happens and it sucks. I used to have to do the TV show a day in advance years ago. Just some right. weird deal. Like it wasn't technology like now. So we literally would like it would literally be on like a cassette, and a courier would come pick it up. <laughs> it would air like the next morning. So I would stay away yeah. from topics. It was mostly picks and stuff. But you know. Sometimes you'd get, like, there's nothing you can do. Sometimes, you know, games got canceled, fights got canceled, right, and stuff like that. It's going to happen, but at least we don't have to live a day in advance like we used to anymore. And I'll have to look. I've been looking to see, since you mentioned it, I'm trying to find out what. Uh, It could be a hundred different things because there's nothing that's, it's something, you know, who knows what happened, right? Um, He's got a forearm strain. uh, Is that what it is? Okay, well, guess what? That's not. Listen, that doesn't help Seattle. They, they need all the help they can get. Uh, that that staff is is good. Listen, it's better than a lot of staffs. However, it's really young, right? Really young. And in this time of year, typically a lot of those guys are well beyond their innings pitched and the most innings they've pitched in a career. Even when they're in the minors, it's rare you see them go past 100, 120 innings. They just don't do that to those kids. Yeah, San Diego can't hit though. No, you're right. And I don't trust you, Darvish. I don't care who's pitching for (laughs) Seattle. That doesn't change the fact that you, Darvish, like gives up a ton of home runs, or at least there's always the potential. I know Darvish seems like he's just kind of frustrated. All right, we'll get Tony's best bets on the other side. This is Sports Rage. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.